0: Exciting times in Babshu and Yaya Travel the World family. We're so happy we have announcements coming up.
1: Big ones. The
0: holidays are here. Yummy turkey. And we want to share with you what makes us holiday happy.
1: Yeah. And you know what warms our heart more than anything else this season? I bet we say the same thing at the same time. Ready? Ready? One, One, two, three
0: three books Books. absolutely it's the holiday season and have we got an incredible gift giving list to share with you along with some of our favorite holiday memories and a huge intro to our new year's announcement at the very end yay so let's get started hit it Happy holidays my person happy
1: holidays to
0: you and happy holidays to you dear listener we hope that you are getting ready for the hustle and bustle of the november and december season whether you're celebrating thanksgiving with your loved ones next week or maybe you're getting ready for christmas and getting those decorations up maybe a little hanukkah coming your way you know what i notice about people terry
1: what they don't always know what to get anybody I never know what to get anybody. Oh,
0: my word. It is a tough thing to do. I think it's the thing we hem in awe about the most, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to say, this year, I was totally inspired when I was on Holland America's newest ship, the Rotterdam. Okay. They had the most beautiful library. It was curated with, like, 90% of it was titles, That were travel inspired. Set around the world. It was so fabulous.
1: Beautiful, bright white room. Gorge. That's where you would have found me. Uh, You would have. That's where you would have spent all of your time. Because you know what? Books are my thing. Exactly. Books are my thing. And I'm going to tell you, if anybody wants to get me a gift, get me a book. Book. Get me a gift card to my favorite bookstore. And you're going to hit a home run. Amen. That's what I think. And you know what? I think books are an underrated gift because
0: they are a bit personal. But we thought we'd spend a little bit time today with you, dear listener, sharing some of our favorite travel picks in the book world. And maybe it will inspire you to give a book, get a book, and enjoy
1: books in general. Amen. Because, you know, I tell my students, I tell everybody, a book can take you anywhere. That is so true. Books and travelers
0: go together like peas and carrots. That's right. That's what Peanut I'm... butter and jelly. It is so true, isn't it? So let's look at books from a couple of different okay. angles. As travelers, we're always looking for those amazing little places to visit. No matter where we are in the world, we've got a couple of incredible
1: bookstores and
0: libraries that we definitely want to What do to I do when
1: we say we're going somewhere? What's the first thing I start Googling? The bookstores. Local bookstores. Bookstores. It's
0: amazing. We have such a good time. And we have a couple of super good favorites. Start with your absolute favorite, which is people aren't going to believe that this is the one that you love the
1: most. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, everyone knows I'm from Florida. If you don't, I'm from Florida. So anyway, um, there's a local bookstore. There's two branches of it, and it's called Chamblin's Book Mine. And when you say mine, it feels like you're going into a mine of millions of books new books used books you could stay for hours every genre is there anything you can think of even audiobooks they have everything there You remember people, you used to get the CDs and listen to the stories. They still got those.
0: Totally old
1: school. Old school.
0: I love the low ceilings, and it's like you're going on an adventure. You're
1: in a mine.
0: It is twisty and turny, and there's little rooms, there's big rooms, there's long rooms, there's fat rooms. It's every which way to go. It's wall to wall books. I love it so much there. We always have a good time. My favorite. You could get a good stack of used books there, which are a great idea. I have to tell you, this summer, I walked past probably the most famous bookstore that there is. The line was out the door along the Seine in Paris. I'm talking about Shakespeare and Company with that beautiful emerald green sign in front of it. It was stunning to look at. I just got choked up. And you know, I think maybe people who aren't passionate about reading might enjoy the atmosphere of a bookshop or a library as well. And I have to say, probably 50% of the people that were in the line to go in there in the queue Mm -hmm. probably weren't even going in to look at a book. They were going in to take pictures because it's so
1: beautiful. Can I tell you what you can also do there? Mm. You can spend the night. Can you really? They, yes. You have to be willing to assist. Okay. But they have, like, little areas where you can spend the night. Like a cot? I think you have to sign up. I don't know the process of that, but I'm so jelly that I want to do it. Oh, my gosh. We have to find out about this. And people I know, you're saying, come on, people. I can go on Amazon, and I can just download a book on my Kindle or, or whatever. Don't miss out on the experience of putting a book in your hand, of getting that smell of the book, Mm -hmm. feeling the spine in the pages. That is my all-time favorite. That's probably why I have hundreds of books stuck all over my house. And I refuse to download books on my Kindle. I do. I I refuse. (laughs) You see me traveling, I may have three or four books with me. It's true. But... Uh, I just can't do it. I mean, there is something called an avid
0: reader. I would call you a voracious reader. Yes. Yes. So Shakespeare and Company was amazing, and I promise you, my person. We're going to spend the night? We're going to spend the night there. I would love to do
1: just that. Just make sure, like, there's air. You know, like It's comfy. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll make sure. We'll bring your pillow. Okay, good. Okay. Good, good. Check. The other store that I saw
0: in Paris, which I adored was right outside of Luxembourg Gardens not even a mile away it was called the Red Wagon and it was a English bookstore so everything in there is something that an English reader could buy, an American reader could buy.
1: And that's important to realize when you're going to other countries and you're looking for these amazing bookstores, you need to make sure that they have some in the language that you can read. Exactly. And Little Red, the Little Red Wagon had
0: a children's. What a cute little name. Isn't that adorable? It had a children's Storefront, and then it had an adult storefront right next door. There was a little loft you could go up. Now that's not adult books. Oh no, not a not not adult books. Yeah, it was. Wait, let me try that again. Not adult books. (laughs) It was adult books.
1: (laughs) Love it, love it. We just got to be clear on that because people are wondering where we're going with this. Big person books. Okay. Uh,
0: You want to know another one that I saw that did have adult books in it? As well as everything else. Where were you? Amsterdam? Amsterdam. It was a place called Spew Square, and it was called the American Bookstore. I have to tell you my shocking moment. And, you know, here's the deal. Your mother. I was with my mother, and I don't think I would have been as shocked I think I was more shocked than my mother, to tell you the truth, we were walking by the storefront for this and I couldn't see the storefront very well because they had scaffolding up. I mean, it's a European. Right. Right. So we were walking under the scaffolding and I turned my head and in front of me was a woman's boob breast, Mm. but it was very very large the picture was very large so it was larger than normal and it was looking exaggerated at me. yes and it was looking at me in black and white is what i'm saying it was a lot did you go in <laughs> i we did go in because they had some beautiful art books in the window to the side okay Not- art books. But art books. Okay. And we were looking for a book on Rembrandt. Okay. So we did go in and it had everything in it, but it was a little shocking. So past the boob, you were fine. Past the boob, I was fine. And I'm sure that that was in there in many places, but there was also a children's section in there. <laughs> Amsterdam just doesn't care about the big boob in the window. Yeah. So, it is what it is. And I have to tell you,
1: I don't know, have you been on TikTok and <sighs> seen the book folding people? Let me tell you, I always fall into the TikTok hole. Always. Always. Right down the hole. Right down it. But I got mesmerized by this guy. I'm wa- I'm watching this person walks in with a Harry Potter, uh-huh. obviously a, a loved book of theirs, Right, gives it to this gentleman and he starts folding away the pages. And at first I'm like, what are mm-hmm. you doing? How are you going to read that again? What are you doing? Uh-huh. But when he, finished it was a piece of art i'm telling Uh, you i am as
0: mesmerized by the book folding videos as i am by the carpet cleaning videos
1: don't fall in that TikTok. the
0: lawn trimming videos Uh and the eight places to travel videos right i could watch that all day long i saw a woman who was a book folder and then she took the same size book she had about i want to say 16 of them and after she did these beautiful geometric folding patterns with all the pages, she opened them up and put them in frames. Yes. And then put them up in like a grid. It was the most stunning accent wall. Like, I want that in my house right Wait, now. But what
1: is a perfect gift for your avid book reader if you know their favorite novel, you know their favorite book, mm-hmm. what a Beautiful gift that would be. It would be a
0: gorgeous gift. I could not get over that, and I feel like that's going to be a trend in the future that people
1: see. My problem would be, what book would I do? What book would you choose? Oh, I don't know
0: exactly. It's hard. It's hard. They were beautiful, and I would call them book folding artists, or possibly—is it possible to call them book sculpture?
1: I don't. They're an artist. It's it, an art form. It is
0: an art form. The place that I originally saw it. Was a bookstore in New York City called The Strand. Okay. Which is world famous. It's as famous as Shakespeare and Company in New York City. Mm -hmm. They are so talented at taking books and turning them into decor. And a lot of their ideas find their way and travel from their great avant-garde ideas into the etsy world and you can find some of those products on etsy yeah gorgeous stuff and that atmosphere in that particular store they have the book smell they've decorated with the books they have the windy stacks Mm. and more important than anything else they have the resident Cat. cat with the dusting tail
1: You have to have the cat. Oh my gosh. I'm not a cat person, but you got to have a cat in a, bookstore. in a book in a bookstore you have to have a cat.
0: And quite a, can I say
1: also in a library. Yes. 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 Yes, yes, yes.
0: I could do libraries and bookstores all over. And the let world. me say this.
1: I have started years back with my kids, every Christmas they must get something they will read. That is a gift that they get. They know mama's given them a book.
0: I love that Christmas Eve idea from the Scandinavian countries. Iceland is probably the most uh, popular for that, where everybody gets a book on Christmas Eve. You kind of put the fireplace on, pop a little popcorn, everybody gets in their jammies by the tree, open that book. And read. And read and have a calm, beautiful Christmas Eve. What an incredible tradition to bring into your household. Beautiful. I love that idea. Instill that love for reading. Exactly. So, here's my question. Okay. As a voracious
1: book reader, how do you drop the hints of what book you want? Well, I have, first of all, if people don't know that I want a book, mm-hmm. something's wrong. That's true. Because every time you, you see me, I got a book in my hand and I'm reading. Um, what I like to do is I have a Goodreads account. Mm-hmm. And you can go on and see the books that I'm interested, that I want to read. Mm -hmm. So that's a great way for people to be like, oh, let me see what's on her list. Mm -hmm. And if you, it's someone like you, I don't really know. If you think they like mysteries, if you think they're going on a trip somewhere, maybe get them a book where that story takes place. The setting is in the country in which they're going to travel to. I love that idea. Uh, And if you're giving a gift to a true reader Lover of reading, mm-hmm. you can't go wrong with anything. But it's a good idea on the Goodreads. You can see what people want to read. That's on their list. I'm addicted to Goodreads. I have a uh, my Goodreads account is less than a year old, and I love it. I love mine. I do my book challenge, my yearly book challenges. Mm-hmm. I am one book away from meeting my goal, which I will finish probably tonight. Yay! So yes, and I. I know that you wouldn't do this, but I
0: mix my Goodreads with my Audible app because I am a You can do that listener of
1: books. I sometimes I'm... listen to like when I drove I drove down to your mom's, mm-hmm. I listened to a book yeah. on audio why I drove. Yes. I I am an audio
0: listener, so it works very well for me and I get a lot in. Okay, here's what I would love to do. I'd love to throw out a category throw of it books and let's throw it give our best recommendation for this particular category to kind of maybe inspire you dear listener to put a book in somebody's hands this holiday season okay i'm All right. ready throw it at me okay, catcher's mitt on one two three for the academic what would you get
1: Oh, <sighs> well i teach sixth grade right and we have a topic coming up mm-hmm. i teach the holocaust right and uh, for people listening, Bob Chan Yaya will be going to Poland soon. And what is a great gift? But Lily's promise. Mm-hmm. Now, some of you may not ha- have heard of this book. It's by Lily Elbert. She's a 98 year old Holocaust survivor. And her and her great grandson have made it their purpose to get her story out. And that love and courage and strength will prevail. And you know, her goal is for this never to happen again. And if you want to check her out, she's got a TikTok. Okay. And she's the cutest, loveliest lady with great stories.
0: I love on Friday nights, she gets on TikTok.
1: Shabbat Shalom.
0: Shabbat Shalom. I love it so much.
1: She's so sweet. She She's is. just happy to be alive. And she does not sugarcoat what has happened or avoid saying anything if there's a question asked. Because she wants the story known. And as years go by, people are going to forget. Mm-hmm. These young kids we have coming up. Mm-hmm. They don't know. It's history. It's not reality. Yeah. 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 Okay. Lift us up, Buttercup.
0: Speaking of history, I am going to recommend for the academic The History of the World in Six Classes by Tom Standage. I actually have read this book in the past, but I was reintroduced to it this year for a class I was taking on Eurocentrism. And I have to tell you, it's a delightful short read about the six beverages that changed human history and changed our planet and i bet you're already guessing some of them dear listener i would say what do you, what do you think what do you think is is one of them and it's not water wine Definitely wine is on the list. A couple of other really good ones are coffee, tea. There's quite a few on there, six to be exact, by Tom Standage. And it kind of brings you through history and shows how these six beverages influenced everything that happened. And a couple of the sayings that we use and a couple of the different idioms that are out there. Very fun. Okay, are you ready for the next... The next category?
1: I I think I am.
0: Okay. If you had to give a book to somebody who loves
1: a romance novel, what would you give this traveling friend? Okay. First of all, I'm not going to mention Harlequin romances. Thank you. Okay. Those are, those are, (laughs) I mean, everybody loves a trashy novel every now and then with Fabio on the front cover. Okay. (laughs) But I want something you can really get into. Mm -hmm. I have The Summer House in Santorini. Oh, fun. So by Samantha Parks. So what do you want to do when your heart's broken and you're in a dark spot? I'm going to go to Greece. I'm going to go to Santorini and I am going to repair myself and maybe love will rear its head.
0: So lovely Mm -hmm. Santorini. Santorini with the
1: beautiful turquoise water. What it would just see it would just soothe your soul. It would soothe your soul. I would like it. It gets very windy in the winter, though. Okay, so maybe you have heartbreak not in the winter time. There it is. Okay, okay.
0: I have a series of books that starts with a title called "The Little Cafe in Copenhagen" by Julie Kaplan. It sounds cozy. Total, typical romance you're gonna know how the book ends here's what I like about Julie Kaplan's writing she's fabulous at describing setting I love it that's so important the first book I read by her was called the tea house in Tokyo I think and because I had lived there for some time I was reading her description she was so spot on With the customs and the way things were delivered and how everything went, that I started kind of investigating this little series of books far more for her descriptions of the setting than for the (laughs) predictable story that came with it. So as a traveler, if you're looking for a light, breezy beach romance that you love to read about those
1: settings... This is the book for you. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? Go this for it. one, I think, is right up your alley. Okay. Go for it. For the power planner. Oh. I am a power planner. <laughs> oh, you are. I am. Okay.
0: The book that I rely on as a planner and somebody who organizes all of those things, like, I love to do that. I love this book called Travel Listography from the listography people.
1: Yes. It is the
0: quickest journal and the best place to kind of get your memories and your goals kind of in line with each other so you can make the best next decisions.
1: Oh, and everyone, I want you to know that she is the planner in this group. I tend to float around a little bit and she keeps us organized and planned. But for the travel, the power planner, the book, 1,000 Places to See Before You Die. Who doesn't have a bucket list? Everyone has that list in their head of the places they want to go. This place gives you a 1,000. You can look it up. It tells you about hidden gems, cafes, museums, cathedrals, anything you can think of on these wonderful places to see before you die. This Patricia Schultz series
0: is a perennial travel favorite. It, I think it is the first book a new traveler should put in their hands, yes. to tell you the truth. Because... It comes in a couple of different forms. This is the original one, A Thousand Places to See Before You Die, but there is one about national parks, one about just the U.S., one about just Europe, one about just art. There is a workbook that goes with it. She's kind of built her industry around this idea. I think this is a great place if you're ready to start power planning your travel lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If we're going to talk about the power planner, we've got to talk about then the logistics lover, the person who loves to put everything in a box
1: place. Yes. Well, a friend of mine, I was on Facebook and I saw that she was, I'm Swedish death cleaning today. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know she was Swedish. I don't know who died. (laughs) What are we talking about? So I looked at the book, The Gentle Art of Swedish Death Cleaning by Margarita Magnusson. 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 Yeah. And I was like, I am on board. It's fascinating. Because she's talking about, you know, why wait until she's having to go through all the stuff of a loved one after they die? People take care of that before you go, mm-hmm. you know? Clean out the stuff you don't need and that the person that's left behind doesn't want either. No joke. Get rid of it. I love your rule. If you haven't touched it in a year, Mm -hmm. throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. And so this Swedish death cleaning is a true thing. I know it sounds, it sounds a little harsh, but come on guys, we all need a little organization in our life. And I think
0: maybe the idea here is coming from two directions. It is something from another country that maybe we'd be interested in for sure. But to me, the more organized you are in your daily life, yes, the more focus you have for your travel life. Amen. Right. Yes. So I'm going to piggyback right on. Go. I know where you're going. I know it. I'm going for the most. Probably the most famous organizing book that's out there right now, which is called Spark Joy by Marie Kondo. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, Marie. I so agree with her philosophy of valuing everything you surround yourself with. It changed my life completely, especially, and I have to say this, especially because as... Moms of young kids. Mm -hmm. We're in plastic heaven. Everything is plastic. Everything is disposable. Everything is in one day and out the next Mm -hmm. and broke as you get older you don't want that and that's i think when these kind of ideas become more valuable and you wind up spending less money on replacing things and that puts more money into Your your travel budget let's be pragmatic for a minute organization is a way to solve your travel budget concerns which is why we think they're
1: so important to be on here so let's talk about those busy mamas can i ask you this though go for it how many times if you're shopping now Mm -hmm. do you look at something and go does this spark joy
0: i don't know i necessarily say does this spark joy i say i think what i say to myself is is this something i honestly need to solve a problem Mm -hmm. or is this something that en- encourages, no, enhances, is mm. probably the word, enhances what I already own. Gotcha. So. I'm a spark I'm,
1: joy person.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely look at it through that lens. I don't know that I necessarily go spark joy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I say that. Um, I probably did in the beginning when I read that right. book because I love it. And if you need to get a little encouragement on that, she is still on Netflix. The, yeah. Um, her her little small show is still on Netflix. I loved her. I thought she, I just think she's amazing. So.
1: Busy mamas.
0: Busy mamas. We have a lot of new busy mamas in our world. We do. Yeah, yeah. Your daughter has a little growing family with your sweet little baboo over there. Yes. We love him. So
1: you know what? I could gift them this book. You could. Travel Mom's Ultimate Book of Family Travel by Emily Kaufman.
0: And traveling with little ones is—it's a different world, and we praise you. It's a different challenge and honor you, moms of young little ones. We totally understand. We're out of it. We're handing those kids right back.
1: Yeah, we're done. But this book is great Mm -hmm. because it helps you with every step of the planning. It does, and keeps in mind the children, right? Because you know if you go somewhere and there's nothing for the children to do and they're not having a good time, you're not going to have a good time.
0: Yeah. You own that problem. Yep. Yeah. Yes.
1: So this
0: kind of keeps you organized and keeps you on the right track to be preventative. Yes. Yes. Okay. Kids get a little bit older. Mm. Kids get a little bit wiser. And parents have to look at what's going on in this world a little bit differently. Agree. There is a great book that DK Publishing just put out called Ban Books. And Ban Books might be a hot topic for some people. It might be a passé topic for other people. It might be a historical topic. I have to say, I think it's important to just kind of know the what and the why so that you can make the best decision as a parent for your child because as teachers we believe that that power is in raising your family in your values. Mm-hmm. So we support anybody who puts a book in hands and when you do it well, your child will
1: only benefit regardless of the book. So this would be awesome because then it gives you the facts mm-hmm. of what books are banned and why and mm-hmm. then you make the decision whether Exactly. You want to put that book in your child's hand. Yeah,
0: informed decisions for young minds. Yes. Which I think, we think is so critical. I have to tell you, I was in Kansas City this past spring. Their library parking garage, it's like a two-story mm-hmm. structure, has giant two-story high book spines that decorate it. It's something you can Google. And they are all previously banned books mm. it's such an homage to the freedom of putting your eyes on pages regardless of what other people think
1: gotcha and i love that idea i, I love too. that idea okay i think this could be your favorite top this could be your favorite genre
0: okay i love it i know you do i do i i if I have to choose a book, this is probably the section I'm going to after travel. So tell me. Okay. We're going for the murder mystery maniac in your life.
1: What are you going to choose? Uh, lately I read, it's called The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Mm-hmm. It's a mystery. Yeah. You're going to a destination wedding off the coast of Ireland. Mm-hmm. And someone dies. Dun, dun, dun. And you got to figure out who done it. I love those. The characters are great. The way she describes the characters in your mind, I know you're hoping it was this person who did it. Uh-huh. So it's just it's a it's a good read. It's a good read. I love those kind. Okay. That one's a little newer. You're going classic. I'm going
0: classic. I'm going with my absolute favorite love of your life murder mystery author for sure. And I'm choosing this because the movie came out this year. Okay. Okay? So it was out this summer. I'm going with Dame Agatha Christie's classic, Death on the Nile. It was so good to read again. It's like coming home to an old friend. It was like getting a warm hug. It is. I am somebody who loves to reread and mm-hmm. I, I do not need to have 4 million books, I can read the 1 million books I have over and over and over again. I'm very happy with that. This book I read again this summer and it was so better nice. than the next
1: time. It was so much better you than the last time. You get something
0: every time you read it. Yes. And especially with her writing. Right. You see every little detail and clue she left for you along the breadcrumb trail. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Amazing. Okay. Let's go to one of our favorite destinations for this next part. So many people love to go and explore Europe. What would you get for the European Wanderer in your life?
1: Okay, this past summer, I read one Italian Summer mm-hmm. by Rebecca Cyril Cyril. Cyril Cyril. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name. Um, And it's a wonderful trip that this daughter takes. Mm -hmm. She'd been waiting years to take this trip with her mom. And her mom passed away. Mm -hmm. She decides she's going to go and stay in the same hotel, the place where her mom was when she was younger. And it's just a beautiful read. And you feel that she kind of comes to closure with things with her mother. And it's just a beautiful read.
0: I love that idea. I just love that satisfaction of the way this story kind of Mm -hmm. comes together,
1: right? It's a great read. It
0: is. I am going to choose this great book by Tracy Chevalier. She has been doing a few in her series. This one is kind of the one that kicked it off. It's called The Girl with the Pearl Earring, which is based on a Vermeer painting. Okay, So, you take this great piece of art, and I think everybody can kind of picture this particular painting in their head. This is the one with the girl who's kind of turned to the side. You see her beautiful pearl Mm -hmm. earring, and she's kind of got her head covered Mm -hmm. with almost a backwards veil in a way, Mm -hmm. right? So, I think everybody can see that in their mind. This is based on that enigmatic painting. Okay. And It's her kind of interpretation and storytelling and adventure of what is up with this mysterious girl with the pearl earring and what her story is and what adventure she winds up on. So, and it kind of an amazing idea, I think. Okay. I love that idea. The newest one that I'm reading is The Lady with the Unicorn.
1: Oh. Yeah, which is another huge piece of art. I love that. So now let's hit on for our outdoorsy enthusiasts. Go for it. Okay. I read Into the Wild.
0: Which could be in the murder mystery category in a way, but really belongs in the outdoorsy enthusiasts.
1: Yes, because Mm. the character decides to leave his job, leave his family, leave his friends, sell everything he has and Mm -hmm. head into the Alaska wilderness where eventually his body's found oh my gosh i mean great everybody get outdoors and have a great time but this kind of could have gone into the murder mystery this is extreme yeah it's extreme
0: yes i found a great book that i gifted someone and it is called the Lost Art of Reading Nature's Signs Ooh. by Tristan Gooley, which is all about getting out in nature and understanding what our Mother Earth is telling you by what's surrounding you. What is the health of the area that you're in? What can you learn about this particular area historically? Okay. Yeah, pretty cool. So I loved that. Our last category is... For the kiddos. We don't ever want to forget them. We can't. We can't. But we're going to actually take a moment and introduce a great friend of our show. Her name is Lauren Pelkey, and she writes an incredible series called Wally the Wandering Wallaby, and she is going to talk a little bit about those incredible books that she writes. We had a great conversation, and we're going to go ahead and give her a little bit Of time right now to share that with you. It's a perfect under-the-tree gift for the little wanderer in your life. You're listening to Babshi and Yaya Travel the World, and we hope that you are enjoying today's conversation. We invite you to become part of our travel community. So head on over to babshiangya.com. That's B-A-B-C-I-A and Y-I-A YIA and subscribe to our blog so that you can be kept in the loop as we talk about destinations and how to make travel a priority in your daily life. Whether you are travel dreaming or you've got boarding passes in your hand, we've got the resources, plans, and plenty of inspiration to get you ready for whatever adventure awaits. You can find us on all of the social media at Bob Yaya, and we hope that we see you there. So we want to seek out all of those great bookshops and libraries in our destinations. We want to carve out the time to find those dusty corners and the sleepy kitties who supervise all the stacks. Yes.
1: Take on the Scandinavian custom of Christmas Eve reading. Pop some popcorn, guys. Put on some low music and have everyone crack open that brand new book.
0: And if you're looking to plot out your next amazing trip, you can use Plotted, a literary atlas. And we want to let you know every book that we suggested to you today is on Amazon.com or at your local bookstores. They're pretty easy to get your hands on in a couple of days, so it could always be a great
1: last-minute gift.
0: Speaking of a last-minute gift, what would you like in
1: your Christmas stocking You know what I like? because I'm laying in bed I'm reading my book my hands go get tired so I love it's called if little book holder so adorable it's a book holder and it's so amazing and help it's on amazon Amazon.com, hands-free reading. All you have to do is turn pages. That's right. It holds the pages open for you. does. Yes.
0: Makes it a little one-handed and helps at the beach, too, I think. Yes. Yeah. I like those. Hey, listen, from our house and our travel family to yours, we wish you guys a happy holidays. Happy reading. Absolutely. And we are going to see you in... January with our next episode. We're going to take a little hiatus this season and we're going to come back in January with our next episode about the amazing area of the world that is coastal Norway. Looking forward to that. We have a couple of other great places to come up. We'll kind of Put our feet back in Paris for a little bit. Maybe head over to Amsterdam. Let's do it. Yeah, talk about a little travel organization. We've got quite a few things coming. Our annual favorites, we have our plus size show coming up. Our art and travel show coming up for you. So tons to meet you. Tons, tons, tons. In the new year plus. What? We have an amazing announcement to make this coming January. We can't wait to share our huge news with you. We are so excited. We have huge huge, Bab-chi and Yaya travel the world news to share with you. Please, please join us in there. And more than anything, I think at this time, Bapchi and Yaya, the two of us want to say a sincere thank you to our amazing listeners and the people that follow us on social media and that are brave enough to take on our crazy travel challenges as we put them out there we appreciate you and we appreciate all you bring to us we love you so much have a great holiday season everybody
1: you know the travel industry has taken quite a blow from several global issues including the war in ukraine the climb out of the COVID-19 crisis, and inflation that makes it hard for people to get out into the world like they want to. At this point, leading experts are predicting that it's going to take up to three years for the travel industry to bounce back to full force. One way that you can help the travel industry is to like and subscribe to 10 microbloggers Each time you do, you're telling all those travel industry experts that you are ready to enjoy everything that the world has to offer, and you can start with us.
0: That's right.
1: You can find us on TikTok,
0: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and even LinkedIn, at Babsha and Yaya, that is B-A-B-C-I-A, and Y-I-A, Y-I-A. We'd love to hear from you. Contact us at babshiandyaya at gmail.com with your questions, suggestions, favorite travel tips, products,
1: and travel trends so that we can share your ideas in the future. Bobshi and Yaya is our home base for everything we love about travel. It's where our blog and show notes live and where we share access to all of our resources, including travel literacy for kids. We always have new posts about all the things we love about travel, including today's topics, as well as feature destinations, travel lifestyle, and stories to make you smile.
0: Didn't get all of that? No worries. Just check out our show notes for all of the ways to stay in touch and links to anything we chatted about in this episode. As always, thanks
1: for joining
0: us for our journey.
1: We're not pregnant, okay? Okay. <laughs> so nobody gets that okay. we're not pregnant please we're not that but oh i'm so sorry i can't see it it's the next box. okay i'm ready can i go now yeah, okay